Welcome to More Ask for What You Want. Ladies, this podcast is for you. How often do you dream of the life you want, but are waiting for someone to give you permission? This podcast is about empowering women in getting off the floor and blasting through the ceiling personally and professionally. Asking for more with confidence, assurance, and success without doubt getting in the way. Tracy will help you so you can build the muscle which will change your relationship with money, attention, time, love, career, and really anywhere else you are settling and saying yes to less, but really wanting and deserving more. Welcome to More. Ask for what you want. Here's Tracy Crossley. Hey there. How you doing? All of my podcasts are very important to me. I have been doing podcasting since 2015. I have another podcast called Freedom from Attachment, and it's more personal, although we do cover some things around the job and insecure attachment, but that's really about, you know, that whole realm. Um, And in saying that, every time I've done a podcast episode, it has always felt really important. And I feel the same thing working on more because to me, I can feel these things on a deep level as though I've been through it or something very similar. And it's usually through something I've observed in myself and other people. And so I come to you today with one of those topics and it is, this is episode 13. It is chasing specialness and other forms of validation um, or (laughs) the soulless chase for basically specialness because I never know what besides the, these are the working titles. I never know what the final title is going to be, but these are very deep topics. But as a leader, they're important because how you feel on the inside matters. I have worked with too many leaders who have had win after win after win And they come up empty. It's like, why don't I feel any different? Why don't I feel different? My whole life looks different. Why don't I feel different? And it has to do with this topic and and all the topics I talk about. So today, this whole idea with specialness, right? Let's talk about the idea. So there's lives that people live and they have a lot of ambition. And the ambition is the idea of specialness, that achievement of the desire to be special. Often career choices are born from skills, innate talent, interest, and or specialness, or our parents are telling us this is what you need to do, whatever it is. The idea is to be good enough, wonderful enough to be considered special. Think about it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, of course, doing your best. That has nothing to do with it. Chasing special is a feeling that you aren't special without it that you're always trying to grasp at something to give you something. So many of us get on the career path unknowingly looking for what's going to make us special and the desire to be unique. So you get the respect, the attention and something resembling love and adoration from others is key. It may not even be something you have conscious awareness of, and it may also be something you don't feel a strong reaction to, but listen in because this does show up for so many leaders. All right, so let me get into introducing this a little bit deeper for you. So the specialness epidemic, (laughs) I've labeled it an epidemic, is wrapped up not just in celebrity culture, but in desiring recognition yourself. 
many human beings do. Maybe the most introverted of us introverts does not. But in the case for the desire for specialness comes from what is outside of you to fill up what is inside of you from the job, the business, the peers, the people in and all around your life, the things you own or experience you have can all come back to this place of going forward to be special. Yeah. Imagine living your entire existence professionally and personally chasing special. Look at people when they're posting on social media. What are we trying to be half the time? Special. Uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. So this is the thing. A lot of us want to be number one. We want to be the best. And this is not just a goal. It's a deep need or nothing matters. It is how insecure attachment works personally and professionally. And if you are interested, you can look up freedom from attachment. That's my other podcast. It's out there. It's been out there for years. There's like 50,000 downloads a month. It's pretty popular. And the reason being is I get down and dirty like I do here with certain topics that are really meaningful and can change your life and can change your leadership. My goal to help leaders is to change this freaking world. And so when you feel like you need to hit the goal to be special, okay? You need to be number one. You need to be this, blah, blah, blah. It can feel desperate at times. It can leave you hanging when it comes to there not being enough resources. If you're competing against others, it makes you the pursuer, the chaser, the I don't have, the lack, the belief that unless you chase it, it will not find you. Oh, I'm raising my hand because guess what? That was me. I felt I had to chase everything down if I wanted it. It came to, oh, I'm going to go after all those CEOs when I was in sales years ago. I'm going to go after every single person at a high level so I can put another notch on my belt and basically say, look at me, I do have, because I felt such lack inside. So it's not all, of course, that pushes us, but it can push us in an unhealthy, disconnected way. Pursuing what you think you lack, that's what I'm talking about. And becoming special enough to deserve it at the same time is a challenge. What you look for is special and you hope to be special. And what's funny, but not funny, is no matter how much special you chase in your life, you never arrive at feeling special in that manner. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. It's a struggle. And like most things I bring up, hard for most of us to admit. But I got you in this one. I bring this up so you can unload and lead in a way that feels deeply actual. Excuse me. I cannot say the word actualized today. Deeply actualized, natural from your own nature. Yeah, natural from your own nature. Try and say that three times fast. Seeking special can keep you seeking and never finding for your entire life. You will never be special enough in this way. And guess what? What you chase with the hope that is special too will never be as special to you as it was in your dreams, right? Oh, shit. Once I've arrived and I've gotten that special thing, why doesn't it feel good anymore? Hmm, something's missing. That's how you know you're chasing special. And it's not necessary. You can have the most successful business in life without specialness and without basically wasting so much energy. So is this a problem or should I say problems? Well, hmm, coming from a state of lack inside keeps you chasing something to fill it, but it never does. So it might be time to look in a new direction, one that delivers a much more satisfactory result, meaning satisfactory and fulfilling inside, not about 
satisfactory to the rest of the world. You don't control the rest of the world. Even as a leader, you don't control the rest of the world. There may be people that blindly follow you, depending on whatever it is you do for a living. Well, that's probably meaningless to you. It may seem meaningful in speaking about it, but it is not meaningful inside. Even though it sounds special, it doesn't feel special. So this is an issue. If you sit back and think for a moment of the last time you chased something special, whether it was a new client, an opportunity, maybe an opportunity for recognition, I don't know, or advancement. Yeah, I don't know for you, whatever that was. And you sought out something so you were special enough and you would be recognized as special enough by your involvement. So to me, this is a lot of people. Another issue is that it is really a complete diversion away from you just being as special as you already are, hello, and for who you are perhaps putting time and energy into being. You want to get to what truly motivates you and that you have a high desire for. And I'm talking about intrinsically motivated, by the way. I'm not speaking extrinsically because extrinsic motivation keeps you chasing special. So you have a high desire for, you're caught up in the show or, or in show me whatever it is so that I can feel special about myself by my winning, by my success, by all of this. And again, you can be successful without all this BS, okay? You feel you must exhibit special to be treated as special. That is what most people think. If I am perfect in how I lead, then I shall be treated in the same manner and people will treat me with respect and revere. Well, that's not always the case, is it? So another issue, it would be to your feeling compelled as though nothing good will happen unless you move mountains or do things that are extra. You're always performing or looking for the next thing that could be special. And it has nothing to do with if it would be the best decision or even the right trajectory for what you're trying to achieve because it muddies the water with what you're trying to achieve. See, I'm sure there's more, but chasing what is special comes from lack, lack of worth, lack of thinking. Yeah, it does. And I don't mean it in a way where I'm insulting your intelligence, by the way. I walk a fine line because I'm direct and I'm not trying to uh, knock the beehive. But at the same time, I want you to be able to see things so that you can change them. So you become a better leader, a happier human. And that to me is going to change this world. So if you look at people as an example, you know, speaking to this whole lack, right? Chasing what is special comes from lack and lack of worth and lack thinking and lack everything. So if you look at celebrities, many of them that chase stardom, and I know not all did, but a lot do, a lot have, a lot are out there still trying to chase stardom, right? And they're trying to chase special because they came from a lack of love or lack of worth. They came from lack. So they need other people to go, oh, you don't have any lack. I adore you. You're great. And the thing is that's empty is that they don't even know the person personally, right? And then it's like, oh, great. I got all these fans, but none of them really know me. Would they really like me if they knew me? Would they like me if they saw me taking a shit? I mean, these are, I'm being crass, but the truth is, would they like me if I was doing certain things? Would they like me if, you know, they saw me arguing with my mate? Would they like me if they saw me waking up in the morning? Would they like me if they talked to me, if they knew me? See, this is the rub. And I say things to kind of startle at times, yes, about taking a poop, but, <laughs> you know, got to put it out there because the bottom line is we have a whole society that feeds on this, on this whole special thing. 
And therefore, a lot of people try to hide their real traits, especially leaders. We don't want to be seen in a way that, oh, no, that might make me look bad. But again, we don't have a lot of control over how people view us as much as we think we do. And so it's really about all of this energy going towards specialness is not going toward making the world a better place to be. It's not going toward improving the world in a way that it could. And I say this as a leader and I say this as a person of the world. And I look at it and all I can say is if we keep leading in the same ways that we have in the past, we're going to still end up in the same place that we are now, which where we are now on an emotional intelligence level, where we are now in terms of world peace or in terms of equality or all of the other hot button issues, you know, maybe there's strides that have been made for sure, but not all the way. And a lot of this is just a distraction and chasing specialness is a distraction. Here's the wake up statement. You can keep chasing specialness and miss that it emanates from within you. And this is basically a big thing. Okay. Let me, let me start over with this statement because I just stopped in the middle just to say that. So you can keep chasing specialness and miss that it emanates from within. You can win more by allowing risk that is toward a more authentic outcome. Yes. That is where the golden stuff is, whatever the golden stuff is, <laughs> whatever that is. So a little bit about me in this situation. So I thought I was special by association, meaning that was going to be meaningful for me. And it was not just because I knew someone and fought my way into work with someone who I thought was special and successful meant diddly squat when it came to results. You know, I chased people down who I thought if I got them as a client in my corporate days, then I would be amazing. And yet it did not yield amazing, just more insecurity. I live in Los Angeles. And so I've had a lot to do with the entertainment field in terms of at different points in my career. And I wanted to capitalize on that. And I really wanted to capitalize on it. And this is, you know, many years ago by being special. Like someone was going to say, you're special, Tracy, you're special. But really nobody was doing that. Nobody was saying you're special. And even if they did, it was empty because I didn't feel it and I didn't get it because I was working so hard to get there. And so I negotiated deals with studios and I may have felt special for a moment. And then I felt nothing, no specialness over here. It was like the crown kept slipping. I realized I was basically hallucinating on what I thought was meaningful in the eyes of others and especially delusional when it came to myself. I thought my motivation was altruistic and that was far from the truth. I thought I could change the world or get my name in lights or at least recognized as someone who was successful. Yeah. So guess what? I spent years beating myself up because when those moments didn't happen, when life kept right on trucking by, the urgency I would feel when I thought about getting in front of someone that I thought was special, and this was not just professionally, it was personally too, it all came from the same lack inside the not good enough or good enough because I breathe. Yes, learning who I was meant all the specialness started to fade into meaninglessness, meaninglessness or meaningless. It was meaningless. <laughs> it provided no meaning within. It just made clear I was without. I started so many businesses, a couple successfully and many not. The ones that did not go far were mainly the chase for specialness. Wanting that peace probably kept me from success for a long ass time because I didn't have a lot of patience in those scenarios. I didn't 
had the same tenacity in those scenarios where I thought, eh, this isn't really exciting because there wasn't anything special about it. Like the whole thing would wear off. I'd realize I could come up with a business idea in a day and be excited for 24 hours. And then I'd wake up the next morning and be like, oh God, am I going to do that? Yeah, that's a great energy to actually attract business to you, isn't it? Not. So anyways, the solution, it's all about you always. So here's some questions that I'd like you to sit and feel into the feelings that are associated with them. Okay. And I'll get a little bit more into that in a second. So you might have to write these down or replay this, but there's four questions. Why do you chase after people, places, and things? Yes, those are nouns that are special. Number two, why do you need the high of having something more special than someone else? And don't kid yourself that you do not think this. If you're a leader, you do or you have, and so it's a competition. Why do you need it? What is that giving to you? How is that actually a thing for you? Number three, when you, whenever you have achieved special, how have you felt and for how long? How long have you sustained it when you've hit the jackpot, when you feel special? Number four, in all the specialness given to you or have, or basically you've given to someone else, what have you felt? Do you know? Where is that empty feeling when you do not have specialness as a focus? For many of you, you might feel bored and it could be scary because it can lead you to believe you feel empty as those, I'm sorry, as though, yeah, as those, the emptiness is so pervasive, you need to seek out specialness. And that's the sucky part, really. So like I said, I want you to sit and feel the feelings associated with them. And by feeling what you're looking for when you feel something is signposts rather than trying to analyze your thinking, which will take you nowhere but in loops. When you feel something, it's always connected to a belief. It's always connected to motivation. When it's always about getting to know yourself and have more awareness of yourself. And there's many things like in the work I do where we do this deep dive into feelings. Like I have a method that I do that I actually sent off to have it copyrighted. Um, because I had to diagram it out and it really is something pretty spectacular that I wish everybody in the world could do. And the reason I say this is once you start to realize how much time you waste chasing external validation, you can take bite-sized pieces and you can make steps to look further within for your intrinsic motivation. Now, there are reactive feelings, of course. Reactive feelings are anger, reactive feelings like... Uh, you're reacting to something and you're crying. Those are reactions. Those aren't your deeper emotions. Okay. And you can tell because they all feel different and ones that are caused by other people or a situation you're thinking about. Again, those are reactions. Okay. Just to be clear, because when you start to feel your feelings, a lot of times it can be kind of confusing. All right. So here's the thing. When you really do start to see this, like you answer these questions and you're going, wow, okay, I'm feeling these things. You really can take those steps to what is extrinsically driving me and that I can get more intrinsic with. That's not about competition, comparison, or anything negative, because it's going to bring your own authentic specialness out where the meaning of it is not about others validating you or thinking you're special, but instead it is the act and feeling of doing what is meaningful to you. And not because you're getting accolades or everybody agrees with you. It's you're doing it and maybe you're standing out there on the roof all by yourself. Okay. And here's the thing. You don't have to switch jobs or businesses to do this. 
A lot of times the focus you had on specialness made everything appear lackluster unless you had the drama of chasing special. And so it's important to view things from the perspective from the inside and really experience things from a level of taking the risk and trusting whatever will be, will be. Because even with chasing special, there's no freaking guarantees. Sorry, people, no guarantees, you know, and, and you look at that, look at all the times you've chased special, it didn't work out. And look at, you know, if you don't chase special and it doesn't work out, a lot of times we don't have control of any of those results. We can do the best and still we do not control anything. So the emotionally risky action begets more. I look at how I hired a team of people when my company was in the shitter revenue wise. It was either I could close the business or I can keep going. And I let go. I followed the goals of helping people, which is what I'm here to do. And the rest ended up being far more successful than I ever imagined. And that is the truth. And it's really crazy because for most of us, we are very black and white in the thinking around this. And when you really start to trust yourself and you connect with yourself and you feel good, you as a leader, you open up a whole other doorway for people to follow you and people that are probably more in alignment with you. Because a lot of times when we're not in alignment with ourselves, we tend to attract situations and people that are also not in alignment with us or with themselves. Okay. Okay. So wake up statement again. You can keep chasing specialness and miss that it emanates from within. You can win more by allowing risk that is toward a more authentic outcome. You have a right to empowerment. Yes, you do. You have a right to be empowered, but you have to believe you can be empowered and not that it takes a special win or a person or a client to achieve it. You can be empowered by taking risks that come from your truth as a leader rather than trying to convince others that you are a good leader. All right. So that was today's episode. If you're interested in learning more about me and my programs, email business at tracycrossley.com. Otherwise, I will be here next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To find out more about Tracy and her programs, please visit tracycrossley.com or reach out to Tracy at happiness at tracycrossley.com to book a discovery session. And thanks again for listening.